Hello and welcome to Digging in the Dome. Hi. So, uh, as is our tradition here, we like to bring in some guests from time to time and have some conversations with them. And as you all know, I've been doing stand-up comedy for a hot minute. And uh, my goal is to always, there's the dog. That's <laughs> what happens every time. That's, you know what? It's a Digging in the Dome podcast when you know my dog is a barking. Uh, but anyhow, despite that... I have a guest today. My guest here is, uh, her name is Karen Schwartz. She is also a comedian, and um, she's going to be performing at the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, November the 2nd for, it's a women's empowerment comedy jam. Yes. So you definitely want to go check that out. Um, she's been doing comedy for a little bit over a year. You may have heard her on, I don't know, a little platform called SiriusXM. Pretty cool. She's performed at Soul Jules. Um, she performed at Steel Stack. She performs all over this area. Give a big digging in the dome welcome to Karen Schwartz. Oh, thank you. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Welcome to the show. This is so cool. Thank you for having me on. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. So um, I, I always like to ask people when they're starting um, in in, uh, in comedy, like what got you into it? Like what, what made you, what compelled you to do this? You know, I found I was always trying to tell people funny stories mm -hmm. and uh i guess it goes back to like originally when i was like just socially realizing like how i was trying to make friends in school i was never really athletic mm -hmm. um or popular so you know um i'm really selling myself hard i'm really getting like, <laughs> i really gentlemen i'm really doing a great job getting listen, ready for the i had uh, no discernible skills whatsoever so i figured let me make someone laugh yeah i really <laughs> I was really worth working with a whole lot of nothing. And, uh, but I found, I found that if I could make somebody laugh, I was, you know, it was one way to, to attract friends. Right on. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely. That's what you got to get into it. Comedy. Right on. Yeah. So did you start um, like, cause a lot of people, at least I know that I, um, when I was a youngster, uh, started in like theater and stuff like that. Did you do any of that kind of stuff or was it just straight comedy? Like went to it eventually. I know you're, it, we'll yeah. talk about art and stuff like that, but. I actually did a little bit. Um, I started off doing stage crew, okay. you know, because I was attracted to that because I could, you know, just paint sets and mm -hmm. wear all black. And I was a goth kid back then. So that worked out oh, great yeah. for me. That was awesome. Um, but then I did get involved with our junior variety show, mm -hmm. my junior year of high school. And I was able to convince a couple of people to put together a skit with me and actually be in the show. That's great. And that was a blast. Uh, we did a, a spoof on like the Colin Quinn remote control show that was oh, on MTV. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I played a character that was Cookie, the hostess in training. And I was just ditzy and clumsy. Very physically funny, knocking things over and making fun of myself. Um, and months later, mm -hmm. someone approached my family when we were all having dinner together at Pizza Hut. Ah, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut, you know. <laughs> About six months later, our server said, hey, wait, was that you? Were you Cookie? From the Pencrest no High kidding. School Junior Variety Show. That's great. And I was like, oh my gosh. So that like, I was like, wow. Okay. So that that was a pretty big moment. For you me. got recognized and you were like, oh, would you like, I know this may be, I, I, I'm happy to give you an autograph if <laughs> right. need be. You give me the, uh, let me, I, could, I don't have anything to write on that red cup. Let me just, it's right. going to get a little bit dotty on there. But I used a breadstick and some. Some, <laughs> some sauce. Yes. 
So, you know, I, this is a non sequitur, but that's going to happen multiple times. I'll warn you ahead of time. Um, Pizza Hut, like when I was a kid, I got so excited to go to Pizza Hut. And then more recently I had Pizza Hut and I'm like, this is terrible. Uh-huh. It was so bad. Yeah. What were we thinking? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm amazed where we all made it. Like, yeah. I, I hope you're sp- you're not sponsored by Pizza Hut. Um, no, no, no. Pizza Hut is I not a sponsor. I don't, I don't think they're going to be a sponsor okay. after that. But uh, I, I will stand on the the hill. I like I. We always support um, brands that we like. Okay. Um, and that's uh, unfortunately Pizza Hut. You have not made that cut. Yeah. Pizza Hut not making a cut. Yeah. So you you did some theater. You did and and uh, uh, that bug. So I mean, obviously we we talked a lot. Um, we've talked a lot about like your, your other life. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, so Karen, uh, much, uh, this is a very interesting to me that, cause we had Jay Yoder on mm-hmm. who is a teacher yes. and now we have Karen on who is also a teacher. Yes. So, uh, there's a, and there's, I, I many teachers that are comedians. Yeah. I'm noticing that a lot, a lot, a lot. There's a whole fucking tour associated there with it. There are. Well, it's because we can we can say the F word when we're working in comedy. We, we have right. to hold all that in at school. Yeah. And then at night, if we can make adults laugh, we can say other things. And it's... Well, it's you're certainly release. successful in that. You thank do you. make adults laugh. Oh, thank you. Um, so, uh, so you got into stage, you got into the, the crew, and obviously it makes sense being... Um, a sh- so Karen is an art teacher. Um, so that makes a whole lot of sense. But and then you started to get the bug. Did you pursue it in like further after that, or did you take like like kind of a, a siesta for oh, a period yeah, of time? I, never, I didn't. There was definitely not a direct line. Right. I uh, I became a teacher, and then you know a, a mom and all those things. So I was busy. I right. was just you know busy with all that kind of stuff. Sure. And don't get me wrong. Like I loved every second of that that Part of way of spending my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, as my as my kids were gearing up to leave the nest and they were talking about their dreams and goals and I saw them really chasing their passions. I thought, yeah, you know, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so I just... You just jumped in and did it? I decided it was time. Yeah, I... Uh, I friends at work would, would suggest it. Uh-huh. And, you know, I would walk into the faculty room and I'd see a coworker like putting their lunch in the microwave and hit the timer. And I'd think, oh, I've got two minutes. And I would just vomit jokes at them. Well, <laughs> That's great. Because I would think, well, they can't Microwave leave. Microwave comedy. <laughs> I'm like, well, they're not going to leave for two minutes. I've got somebody here for two minutes. And like, I, it wasn't even really super like conscious. Right. But I thought, oh, this person's going to be here for a minute. And they're not busy doing something else. I'm just going to see how this joke lands. Right. Um, so when I decided to do it in a more appropriate way with a willing audience, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And like then the camaraderie meeting, like people like you guys, like you yeah. and all the, you know, our gang. Yeah, oh, I was, it's I was, so much fun. I was just talking about this with somebody else. So yeah. the one thing that's, um, was maybe the most surprising part about getting into comedy was that camaraderie or that, that, and especially because we're all kind of in the boat together right yeah. now, trying to get somewhere, not knowing where we're going necessarily, no. but definitely trying to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the because uh, I was in I've been a musician my entire life so I've been in bands and played really awesome clubs and the band seems different. There's definitely like you because you're usually just with your little crew mm-hmm. right and you're trying to like get ready and prepared and stuff like that. So there's not a lot of the, the downtime part of it is like when you're waiting to go and perform or after you're done performing. Um, but it's just a very different like I 
uh, I kind of expected it to be, I don't know, I guess more standoffish when I started it. And it is 100% not that at all. Yeah. Like everyone's super uh, accommodating and very, very kind and uh, always willing to like help. Like, oh, yeah. It's weird. It's a very warm and supportive group. I was worried about being roasted for sucking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was afraid to go. But then, I don't know. I guess it was that first mic that I sat in on and watched everyone going up. And, you know, like, you see that first person who says, ah, they'll rip the joke out of the book. Ah, forget this joke. Like, mid-joke. Mid right. I'm, I'm not, not telling. That. I'm not telling the end of this joke. This joke sucks. And they crumple the paper. They throw it. And then they... I'm like, wait, I could, I could totally go up. This is okay here. You know? Yeah. No one's so, going to... It is a... a, a uh, mics are... Uh, referring to open mics yeah. for the non-comedians out in the world there uh, are are very um, forgiving in that way. And it's meant to be batting practice. It's mm -hmm. not you're not supposed to be up there like I mean, it's great when it I mean, we I, I'll tell you what usually. So tuned up yesterday was um, a very light crowd, mm. but they were really good. Oh, that's cool. And so like, you know, the stuff was was hitting, you know, um, and it doesn't always sometimes you go into those clubs where it's very quiet. Well, that's the thing about open mics that I've noticed, too, is that, you know, as supportive as we're all trying to be for one another, I speaking for myself, I am very much in my own head about my notes yep. before I go up. And I know I am missing so much. Like, I know whoever is going up before me, I'm not giving them the attention they deserve yeah. at all because I'm so just fixated on what am I going to do when I go up? Well, I think that's, but that's kind of like, again, you're taking the swings and the batter using yeah. more baseball references. Unfortunately, yeah. the Phillies lost, <laughs> but, uh, go birds. go birds, go birds. Yeah. <laughs> See a lot of Eagles jerseys from here on out boys <laughs> and girls. Uh, so the, um, it does feel like it, I, I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes it's because, uh, and, and I feel like this is like, not the best thing to do, but I feel like I can't, it's a compulsion of mine is I'll write on the spot. Yes. Like right then I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to write, I want to talk about this like right now. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but I just have to do it. Yeah. I'm like, and especially if things are going on in the room, I really do feel like, oh. you know, that's, it's, it's fun to be able to get up there. And then, because that kind of, uh, the thing that I noticed about open mics is again, five, you've got five minutes. Mm -hmm. So if you do, and I've seen people do this, go up and do like a four minute setup and not land anything because, mm -hmm. You need to hit them quick. Yeah. So if you walk like what you do, because I admire the way you do that. Oh, you, thank you. Your first few seconds when you get brought up on stage, you you circle back to something else that just happened in the room and it's hysterical. And then you kind of you win everybody over. And that's a really great way to start, especially in such a weird environment where yeah. you're just trying to get your material out in five minutes. So when you, you know. did it the first time. So yeah. you remember, everyone, everyone remembers their first time, right? Yes. So you, what was that experience like? Where, where was it? Where was it? Okay. I was at Tuned Up. Oh, you're Tuned Up? I was up? at okay. Tuned Up. Right and it was, uh, it was not this past July, but the July before prior. Sure. And it was a light night. I don't know if people were on vacation, but. Well, summertime. Uh, yeah. I remember Jay Yoder was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was because it was before he was on tour, so he was actually there to run run his mic. Run mic yeah, he was there. Um, and then Jeremy was there, and mm. other than Ryan Rins was there for okay. sure. And I'm trying to remember who else, like from our like the regulars, mm -hmm. like that were there. Um, I think Alyssa Penson was there too. Okay. Anyway, I'm trying to remember who else was there. Uh, but we, there were so few of us that we weren't even in the main room that we normally use. Oh, really? They had us over by the bar. 
Wow, really? Yeah. Like where and the we, fireplace is? Like that area? Well, the, the back end of the bar. Oh, the back end of the bar, okay. Um, so just like kind of like near where the red bathroom is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were just standing, just kind of standing around and taking turns with the microphone. Yeah, so it was it was interesting because it was intimate because mm-hmm. everybody was just kind of sitting on the bar stools. And then when it was your turn, you just kind of stood there and everyone was. Yeah, like yeah, right there. Right there. But and- it was cool, though. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I think uh, that's uh, just knowing that that space. I, it feels like that that would be a very claustrophobic experience being up there because you're not like the the space up in the front where where you, uh, you do your your work on at on the tuned up stage mm-hmm. has got room to move. Yes. Um, but it, that would mm-hmm. be. I mean, you're basically right near where the kitchen doors are yeah. at that point. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. So, but did you, was it nerve wracking? Did you feel good after you were done? Like, what was your... I did feel good. I, yeah, I was there. Uh, I brought my friend Tracy along with me Mm -hmm. and she was laughing. And um, immediately afterward, Mm -hmm. everyone was so nice. And like, even, you know, Jay took me aside and gave me some notes. And then Jeremy was super friendly and, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody could not have been nicer. So... Um, I definitely knew to come back and then, yeah. you know, but it was funny how from going from zero mics to my first mic, I don't know if you felt this way too, but mm-hmm. like after that first one, I was like, well, where can I go do this again tomorrow? Yeah. I'm going to go make those changes. I mm-hmm. want to come running back out again tomorrow. And like, you just kind of catch that bug where you want to go all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel it every day. It's, it's because it is very much like there's I think there's two at least in me two competing feelings the first one is if I don't do it more like if I don't do it like right now I'm going to lose something that I had like I really need to like get this out a and b I need to cone it I need to like you know massage it because it's not where it needs to be and it's never going to be where it needs to be and you get freaked out like that and the second part is you just really love it yeah yeah you just really love it yeah. regardless of the room it doesn't make a difference like if it's yeah. a, a, a i say called a good or a bad room but really you know if if the the crowd is with it or not mm-hmm. it doesn't really make a difference yeah you know i've had fun, i mean i hate to say it but i've had fun bombing um i <laughs> i i bombed and it was so funny because you just, I, we just had to laugh afterwards um i bombed it tuned up uh, a couple of weeks ago and oh, i think that was, you were there we that was bombed it tuned up no that was the one where i did the uh i did the i thought and I've, uh, b- by the way, I'm going to stand by, I'm standing by the goddamn joke. I told a blind, th- th- there was a blind comic. What was his first, what's his first name? Brandon or something like that. The dude that was there from Maryland. Oh my goodness. Oh. It's okay. If yeah, you don't remember. I don't remember his name. Sorry. I don't yes. know, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Blind Brandon. Because we only is. have one. There's only, yes, there's a blind single comic. blind comic, right? Yes. So he gets up and he does, he says, he opens the door to, I don't know why there are, why there's Braille on parking meters. Right. And so again, my brain's like, "Oh, I got, I got yeah. one." Yeah, right oh, I remember bat. what you said. You were like, "Hey, just because I'm driving you around doesn't mean I should have to pay for your parking." Yeah, too. exactly. And like that was really funny. They, they fucking hated it. I know. <laughs> I was like, but "Wait, like, what?" That's a good point. Like you know, like you know, you can't really help in any other way. You can put, a, yeah. you can put some money. If you're in not going to drive. At least you can pay. You That's can what put, I said. Yeah. And they could that not was have a hated very it. reasonable observation. I thought so, and yes. they could not have hated it more. In fact, when I went to him. Afterwards, I'm like, did you hate that joke? And he's like, no, I liked it. And then I doubled down on the blind joke because I was mad at the crowd. And I was like, I'm like, it's like, uh, it's like going out to dinner with them. It's like, well, I can't see the bill. I can read it to you. Don't worry. Yes. You can split, you know? <laughs>
Don't even worry about it. We're going to split this down the middle. And they hated that too. They, yeah. Oh, that was so we got off stage and Joe was like, why did you keep going down the road? I was like, I don't know. I was bombing. I was just, <laughs> I was just in it. What do you, you, were, you were like, well, if you didn't like that one, you're really going to hate the next one. Yeah. yeah. You ever get mad at crowds like that? You're just like, I'm just going to do what I want. Yeah. I don't care what you oh, think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most fun show you've had so far? Like, you know. Year year plus doing it. What oh you doing? goodness, uh, good question. I'm I'm going to say uh, it's a little bit of a toss up, but I think I think the biggest the biggest most fun one I had was when I I had a spot on Steve Rinaldi's Seven for Seven. Oh, awesome! Old yes. Jules. And uh, tonight there's one going on too, but there was the one that was last month mm-hmm. where uh, the guys told me I could you know bring as many people as I wanted to. Sure. So I went crazy just pushing out messages to everyone, everyone. And I had a really amazing supportive turnout. So I think I had, I must've had 50 people in the audience that that I knew. So Steve Rinaldi made the joke at the end of my set that I sounded like I was receiving my lifetime achievement. award. (laughs) That's great. I mean, God love my friends. They were, they were laughing. When I play the tape back, they're laughing even when I'm not, saying the the joke it's like before i even right. get to the punchline, they're laughing and i'm like well is this because you already knew the joke or you're just trying to help me sound good uh but that's yeah it's 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 amazing footage of that that's great it, it and it's good it's footage. good tape to have it's like hey look oh, look yeah. how funny i am right um yeah. it was it was yeah, it was a lot of fun it's interesting because <clears throat> like i i do i i think number one um, good on you for promoting because I think that w- this is something that I I was talking to uh, Chris Reynolds and Jesse on their mm-hmm. podcast about this. And it's something that comedians, I think, sometimes miss about this. And this is something that yeah. I know from being in a original band for almost two decades. Mm-hmm. If you don't promote yourself, people will not come to see you. Well, they don't know. They don't know. It's and so you're like, well, why are they, th- they, they yeah. have to think I'm funny. Why aren't they showing up? Because you need to continually remind people mm-hmm. they've got other things. They've got lives. Yeah. So if you don't continue to like to pound the rock that way, you know, you're not going to get people to come out and you have to be unafraid to promote a lot. Yeah. I, there was a time when I felt really muggy about it. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to be at this, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, just just kind of peppering it into conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I would you, I'm sure you get this all the time where someone says, oh, you'll oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. You'll have to let me know when you're doing it again. again. Yeah. So, you know. I have, you know, you, you do, you put it on Facebook. If you know somebody isn't on Facebook, you text them, but Hey, if you can make it or not, no worries, but you hope people come. It's yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. Like, think of it this way. Like this, this is like, we're not doing slam poetry, right? That's no one wants to see that. (laughs) Like we're doing comedy. So, Mm -hmm. so some people will show up occasionally. Oh yeah. And that's not a knock on slam poetry. If you're a slam poet, do your thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we at least have more social the, the acceptable thing so like again like i mm-hmm. kind of like uh i think about this in in again the musical terms when i was in a band um i always was like oh man these like these cover bands were making thousands of dollars oh, yeah. Yeah. because they were they're basically doing you know someone else's music mm-hmm. they're putting it together arranging it beautifully i mean one of the people that actually oddly um, lives really close to tuned up with someone that I went to high school with, Avery Coffee, and he. Oh yeah. yeah, and he's he's a, a good friend, and mm-hmm. he's on tour with Chubby Checker. Yes. Like yeah. this dude's, but he was in a cover band for almost mm-hmm. the entire time I I knew him. Yeah, 
Um, and he would get, again, like these packed gigs in, in, in southern New Jersey and deservedly so because people want to hear what they like. Mm-hmm. So being in an original band, you're going to be like, all right, I know you've never heard of me before. Yeah. Uh, or you've never heard my music, but I would really like it if you come out and see me. And so it's a very much an investment in that when people do say, come out and see me, yeah. I'll come out and see you sometime and you can continue to promote to me. Right. You got to take that advantage, right? Um, have you have you had family come out and see you? I have. Okay. I have. My uh, my cousins are awesome. So most of my family is very spread out. So okay. um, my like my sister's family is in California and they're very <laughs> supportive. So I'll send they'll you know I'll send them footage and they'll laugh and you know it's fun. Um, my mom and dad are in Florida. Okay. So when I visit them, my mom will have the notebook out. And she'll she'll have been on the phone all week, like lining up spots for me. She's Get amazing. Out. That's yeah, my incredible. mom is like a momager. She'll have the pen, you know, behind her ear, <laughs> and she'll awesome. be like, "So you gotta call, you gotta talk to Jerry, and then you da da da, and then you gotta send this person, and then she'll have like all the names of like she's awesome. So she'll set up, you know, somewhere for me to go every night that I'm there. That's incredible. Um, she, yeah, it's fantastic. Like I could not be more supported or lucky with that. Excuse me a second, mom. What the fuck? <laughs> You got to get Mary Jane on it. Dude. Yeah, my mom. You know, I got to get my mom on your team. Yeah, Mary Jane. Yeah, listen, I'm about to She's swap you amazing. out, Mayor. Um, that's right. Yeah. So my and you know what? You deserve this because so we just had a <laughs> we had a call um, recently. I was I was actually this is another Thursday. Yeah. I was just calling my mom just to say hello to her and talk to her in a minute. And um, I was having a lovely conversation with her and I was waiting in the parking lot for my for Allie to come out and uh so what Allie gets in the car and I'm like, yeah. I was about to like kind of wrap the yeah. call up. Yeah. And um, I was like, well, I was like, well, why don't you just hang out? She was, and she was wrapping the call up too. I'm like, Hey, just wait a second. Allie's going to be here in one second. So Allie comes in, in the car and uh, she's like, hi, Allie. Oh, hi, honey. <laughs> When's your dad going to bring you down to see me? Like, oh. I was like, <laughs> you motherfucker. I cannot believe that you just did that to me. And it's immediate. Like, what's right, it like, right, no, right. like how school, Oh my God, you're getting so big. I saw a yeah. picture of you, blah, blah, blahing. It's like, yeah. when is he going to bring that? And then mm-hmm. she proceeds to have a conversation just with her about how, because she, she just got her permit. She's like, well, soon you won't even need your dad. You can just drive down and see me without him. I'm like, so I'm just like chopped liver here. Not only are you not getting me gigs in South Jersey, you're right. also right. disowning me for right. no reason. Right. Oh, that's a lot. It's very upsetting, mom. That's a lot. That's very passive aggressive. Yeah, it's, it's mean, mean spirited. Oh, it's, well, she did. I don't yeah. know if you have. Did, 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 does your mom like? Did, I'm, like your mom sounds fantastic. She, My mom is awesome too. Yeah, oh, love yeah. you, mom. Oh yeah, I'm sure all the bobs are awesome. But she, uh, a couple of. I've been trying to figure out how to work this into a bit. I'm not there yet, but she. A couple of uh, months ago, I called her, and she. This is. Oh, honey, it's so good to hear from you. And then she said, "This is. I swear to you on my life." On my kids' lives. This absolutely happened. She said, you know, if you were really seriously ill, you could tell me, right? I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Why did she think something was wrong? I don't know. Wow. It was just like an out of nowhere, like, comment. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like, why would you say something? Did you see a lump on me that I didn't notice? Like, you didn't, like, include me in when we were on FaceTime or something? If you were really seriously, you could tell me. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I know. I mean, I would tell you, but I'm not, I'm fine. I'm alive. Everything's good. 
That's Way to go, mom. Weird. I'm dying. You're not getting me any gigs. The, the checklist is... Okay. Yeah. I'm, I am my parents' emergency contact when they travel. Yeah. Which, you know, okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. Right on. So today I'm, you know, I have, I have students are entering my classroom and my phone rings. Uh -huh. Oh, it's my parents. They never would call me during school. Right. Where'd you get this? And they're like, oh, you have a class. Oh, honey, yeah, sorry to bother you during class. Hey, just real quick, if we die... <laughs> This is what we need you to know. Can you just write this down real quick? <laughs> and I'm like, like I'm like, mom, mom, hold on. And I'm like this to the kids. I'm like, hold on. Okay, friends. Yeah, please, artists, please find seats up front. Just fill the front two tables. Mom, okay. Yeah, no, I have a pen. You have no, I have a pen. Kids, I'll be, I'll be right with you, artists. Oh, good job. You know, <laughs> no, yeah, okay, uh-huh. Okay, well, yeah, safe travels. I love you. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's just the kind of, you know, it's so funny. Because like, well, I mean, I have, and then, when you reach this age of, you know, you have your own yes. kids, you have your yes. own kids and then you got your, your parents off in the world doing their thing and your kids are going off in the world doing their thing. It's yeah. just, it's just a funny spot being in the middle of all that. So. It is, it is weird. And I mean, yeah. obviously they're getting older, yeah. you know, and they're, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. And, oh, yeah. and you say, want them, you want them to live their best lives and go have fun. Oh my like, God. Totally. Please. That's, that's the dream. Like I want to do that. I want to be doing that same thing to my kids. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Calling them when they're at work and saying, oh, yeah. Hey, if I'm dead, this is what you need to do next. Hey, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to drop this on you in the middle of your big meeting, but <laughs> you've been training for my death your entire life. You were ready. Don't worry about it. You got this. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. All you, just, just remember what I taught you. Oh my remember gosh. my combination of my safe. Remember. Oh, my God. It's just wild. Uh, I, so, I, <laughs> so you've got two kids, right? Mm -hmm. Two? And how old are your children? 22 and 18. Oh, wow. What two grade daughters. Ages? Two daughters. Yeah. yeah. 22 and 18. 22. So one's a freshman at Drexel. Awesome. And then my older daughter, Kaden. She, so Simone's a uh, uh, freshman at Drexel. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Kaden is doing a work exchange in Mexico City. Wow. She's in English as a second language teacher. Wow. So, yeah. Is that, so, I, I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. That's got to be a bit nerve wracking. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Mexico so, City. Yeah. It's like you couldn't have chosen, like, you know, British Columbia. Like, I, I know. Her one, French. her one buddy had a, had, a, <laughs> had a really affordable room for rent in Denver. And she was like, and I'm like. Like I was really nice, but no, she went with Mexico and she is having a really great time. So, so how long does that last? Uh, about like the end of November, right? So far, unless oh, she makes a change to that. Yeah. But she's having a blast. Uh, well, I mean, look, you know, good again, for her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's just unabashedly brave. She's going to go see the world and go do things. So That's it's Allie. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Allie went to Europe with, uh, with her, classmates and all the stuff like that. so and, and again she's just like, got the wandering spirit you yeah. can tell you know like one of those things so i'm going to be you know losing my hair for the rest of my life <laughs> um so uh we talked about your your favorite show like the favorite thing that you did right. it's always always got to go with what's one you're like eike oh the uh, worst absolute worst yeah Oh, this one's yeah. This one, I I already know it. Um, yeah, <laughs> you always know the it was the, the worst ones first. Oh, it was so painful. It was, and I was, you know, it was a it was a bar show. Mm -hmm. It's a bar show, but there was a poster involved, and it was like back when like you just want to get on a poster, you know. Yes, so like, I, I got on my so poster. The booker, I got on a poster. Booker sends me the poster. I was like, oh, my buddy, you know, you get all excited. Um, anyway, so it was a bar show, uh -huh. and there were just. 
anything that could have gone wrong. Oh no. Went wrong. Like it just, it just wasn't meant to happen in the universe, this particular show. And like, Mm -hmm. we were all just kind of like the violinists on the Titanic, like as we're all just trying to have the show. So, uh, yeah, the first thing that happened was that there was definitely a miscommunication about the date and the timing. So mm-hmm. the bar was filled with people who were just there to eat and hang out. They were there to be patrons of the bar, not to see a comedy Thank show. Thank you. So mm-hmm. when the producer came in, he was like, oh, hey, and he's trying to collect their their attendant, their, their fee, like their ticket money. They're like, well, and and so instead of like, so people just got up and left. They were they were angry, but they didn't leave and go oh, home no. because they didn't want to pay. They went to they took a few steps away just to loudly complain about oh. feeling like they got bumped from their seats. So the seats, the tables were empty, oh. like terrible empty. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, just let them sit there. You know what I mean? Um, and then. A young mom came in with three really little kids. I mean, oh, like no. little kids. And uh, again, I'm like, hey, it's going to be a comedy show. Not really for kids. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it's nothing they haven't heard before. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, it's nothing they've heard me say before. And right. I, think, I know she had her phone out. She wanted to record everybody. I was oh, like, oh, no, no. thank you. Because like, I'm with me being a teacher. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not going to be on some video of me saying stuff to the kids. Uh-uh. Mind you, the kids told me that they ride the bus and I'm sure that they've heard all these things on the bus, but they didn't hear me say it. You know right. what I mean? So, uh, so that was the, uh, that was the next thing. And then third, the third thing comes in threes. Yes. Sound system didn't work. Oh, what? So you were just didn't shouting work. into the oh, universe? Oh yeah. Just yelling. <laughs> so I went up and I thought I'm looking at the kids and I'm looking around at all the empty tables and then the kids, the kids are up front and mom's taping them like, oh, look, it's their first comedy show. Oh, so um, I chickened out from all of my material. I went up to the bar. I took out a plastic straw. I fed it into my armpit and I was teaching the kids how to blow farts. <laughs> <laughs> Which, That's fantastic. It's amazing. If you haven't tried it. Uh, uh, Like a straw in the... A plastic straw. It's got to be a plastic straw. And I know that a lot of places won't do the plastic straws because, you know, because they're like, oh, they're not biodegradable and they kill the turtles. But I'm sorry. You know what is biodegradable? Uh, Turtles. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So you need a plastic... Paper straws won't work for this, you guys. You got to get a plastic straw. You put it in there and you... So anyway, I did this for almost five minutes. And then I... And I was taking song requests. I didn't know what else to do. Right. And then, and then I went and I grabbed a handful of straws and I handed them to the kids and I said, practice the entire, practice for your mom all the time. Cause I, and I just oh, looked at yes. her like, I got know. you. Yeah. You're going to oh, record yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. I can, I'll get you. <laughs> so it figures though, the comic who followed me, he went up, uh, he didn't adjust his material at all. Uh, oh, so he went up and did exactly what he had planned to do. He has a different kind of day job if, if he has a day job. And he went up there and he just, he said a lot of stuff. He talked about. He used every, every, you know, he talked yes. about it all. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then she, then she panicked and scooped up her kids and she left. Oh yeah, well yeah, at that point. And I thought, why couldn't he have gone first? You know, I know. What I mean? then, yeah, you could have. <laughs> then, then you could have not have done five minutes of straw fart jokes. And uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee the straw fart jokes worked like killed with the kids. Oh, the kids loved it. They loved it. I'm oh, sure. yeah. oh yeah, and they they learned something new that day. Uh, I'm sure they did. I'm a teacher first, I guess. You know, I know. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Once a teacher. 
always a teacher. That's wild. That was my worst way. Oh, and then, um, oh, and the, oh my gosh, there were four things that made it horrible. Um, There were a couple of other comics that sat with us at our table. Mm -hmm. And I guess they assumed that their tab was going to be picked up for performing. Oh. So they left and then I got the bill for everybody. No. Not kidding. What the hell? Yep. Yikes. So, yeah, there was that, too. So, anyway, yeah, just uh, one of those. It was just like, oh, yeah, what else? You know what I mean? But, yeah, you know, I didn't get a flat tire on the way home. So, you That's know what I mean? Like, right. Like, I, it, it technically side. could have been worse. 100%. Right. I, so, I, and I remember um, this is uh, when I was in a band and we were, like, really, yeah. really um, new. And we had a gig at, it was called... Ludwig's Ita- uh, German Garden. It's like in Philadelphia. Okay. It was okay, a restaurant, yeah. like a German restaurant. Mm-hmm. We were playing fusion hip hop music in a German restaurant. <laughs> it, so, I, I mean, there, there's been times we've done gigs where it's like, hey, uh, we're saying, where are we performing? They're like, oh, you got to go move that uh, ta- that uh, pool table, like lift it up and move it so you can put the PA system there. And then you can play so I know, man, those hell gigs, uh, mm-hmm. it builds, but it, again, yep. I think it builds character, it does. you know? Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it, it strengthens you. I, I think open mic comedy does that to you too. I, yeah. It does. Because it does. you're really in front of people that are maybe the most critical of, of comedy. They're, they're most of the people are comedians there. Mm-hmm. So they're either to your point, busy, like in their own head, oh, trying yeah. to figure out what oh, they're yeah. going to say, or they are just going to be really uber critical of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and not, I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. No, no, it's definitely still a good thing. Cause sometimes we'll, you know, sometimes you'll have someone come up to you with like a note. It's like, Oh, you know what I thought of, you know, I wrote this down or, you know, we can do that for each other too. So even though somebody might not be like busting a gut laughing, our wheels are always still turning. Yeah. You know, cause we're. That's one of my favorite parts about doing, um, doing the mics all the time with the same people is that like, like one of my favorite memories so far is we were standing in front of tuned up. It was you, it was me, it was Brad, and it was Dan. Mm-hmm. And we were just like basically pitching jokes to each other yes. and like giving tags. Oh, that was really fun. Yeah, I remember that was one of my favorite memories. Too. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. Like I like the idea yeah. of being able to sit down and like and have those conversations. And I do appreciate when people come up and say, hey, maybe you want to do this like yeah. this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, like uh, that's – it's helpful because that's really what you're there for. Mm-hmm. It's like I need to figure out how to straighten my swing out. Do you like beer? Of course you do. But not any beer will do. Absolutely not. The Dome Pieces are people of discerning taste that require a delicious craft beer to celebrate the joys of life or wash away the workday. Well, Slack Tide Brewing has just the tasty cold adult beverage you desire. Slack Tide Brewing was founded in 2015 by Jason and Ted Campbell, two brothers raised in Cape May County, New Jersey, where your delightful hosts also happen to be from. And their philosophy is simple. Create a diverse, high-quality line of beers made with all natural ingredients, sourced locally whenever possible. And to make Slack Tide Brewing a destination in Cape May County where locals feel at home and visitors look forward to returning. Their beers have won multiple awards from the New York International Beer Competition, Philadelphia Brewvitational, GIBC MSC, and the Great American Beer Festival, just to name a few. Not only are their beers available in bars, restaurants, and distributors all across the great state of New Jersey, their beers are now available in the state of Pennsylvania. If you don't see it at your local watering hole, 
grocery store or beer distributor, you need to spread the word and tell them that they need to ride the tide. Slack Tide Brewing is currently located at 1072 Route 83 in Claremont, New Jersey, but will soon be breaking ground on a new 9,000 square foot facility on Route 9 in Sweeten, New Jersey. Check out their website, slacktidebrewingco.com and their Facebook and Instagram pages, Slack Tide Beer, for merchandise, current availability, and upcoming releases. And please, make sure to tell them that Digging in the Dome sent you. Slack Tide Brewing, ride the tide. Must be 21 or older to drink. Please drink responsibly. So you have been doing it for a year and a half. Do you have like a particular, I mean, let's go back to the fact that you were on Sirius XM. How did that happen? That's pretty incredible. Oh, that was just that was just knowing the right people. It was just yeah, there was a there mm-hmm. was an open spot and uh and uh, I was in I was in New York City mm-hmm. and Frank Vignola had he was going to go on the show. Right. And there was a space open for me to go on to. Right. And John Fugelsang's staff didn't say, well, who, who the hell is she? Like they didn't, they didn't really, right. like there wasn't really a bra. Like they were like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. We've got the space if you want to yeah, come on in. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really just getting in. Cause like, somebody couldn't do it. So, um, yeah. So that's that incredible. was really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, um, definitely a dream. I come from, uh, yeah. I did radio in college yeah. and, you know, it's kind of, uh, birth the, the podcast stuff is like mm-hmm. wanting to be able to do that kind of, yeah. uh, that kind of a vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's really, really awesome yeah. to be in that in the room. Be like, oh my god! Like, yeah, it was neat. It was yeah. really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you have like specific goals though? Like, so you like, say, all right, it's hard because obviously you've got your your gig, right? Yeah. Doing doing what you do in teaching mm-hmm. and like, um, but also in the back of your head, you're like, hey, you know what? I make you're making great progress. You know what I mean? You're you're getting bigger shows. You're you're traveling and you're doing stuff like that. What's is there an end goal or is there not? I'm just enjoying it so much. Like I haven't really, I don't know. I had this conversation with Jay where, you know, he knew he said, yeah, I want to get, he wanted to get a spot on TV. Yeah. You know, and like every year that he set a goal for himself, he met it. Yeah. And I do believe in the power of goal setting. Like I think you can manifest something if you set that goal. So uh, with that said, no, I have not set any goals. (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, I'm just really enjoying it. I get really, um, I love for now, like, it's really good for my writing and work rhythm, like with going to mics and working on material to keep myself motivated to have like a show on the calendar, just enough ahead that I have something that I'm chasing to make sure I, I knock yes. that, to make sure I nail it. And then, but then that I need that next one though. Right. Do you know what I mean? Cause if I don't have a show, I'm like, well, what am I, kind of, I should what am I still kind of be working, working on my stuff, but like, I like having, Something on the calendar, even if it's a little bit farther out, just to, yeah, just to kind of have it. So, I, I 100% agree with that. Like, just having yeah. that next thing is oh, yeah. super important. Oh, yeah. It's definitely my motivator. To, yeah. You know, but it's not it. like, but I think to your mentality, yeah. um, probably very similar to mine in that, like, again, you got bit by the bug. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. started doing it, and it became like this now obsession of just doing it just because... Again, I don't like to use uh, uh, a reference to highly addictive drugs, but it is like heroin, I guess. I've never done heroin, but I'm imagining, you know, it's kind of like I just need another hit. I need to go back up there. I need to do it again. 
Um, I just really love that rush of being able to get on stage yeah. and, and being in front of people and telling jokes and making them laugh and making them happy. Yeah. It's awesome. It is. Yeah. You know, and it's not like something that everybody. So that's the, the other interesting thing, too. Like, have you uh, in your in your time, I'm sure that you've seen some people that um, have had the bones of funny in them, mm-hmm. like and then have gone up and like, I, I don't know if it's like they got discouraged and they just, just decided like, ah, oh, it's not for me right now. We're not for me at all or. Like there's people that kind of like I've had these like these transient people that yeah. have come in and out, especially like a soldier. There was like two dudes that like were kind of in and out. And I'm like, you know what? They they were actually really funny. Yeah, I wonder yeah. why they stopped doing it. Oh, yeah. I you know, I've, I've noticed that, too. And it's. I don't like seeing that. You know what I mean? No. Like you want to see people keep coming back. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's no, a bummer. T- it is because, you know, you're like. You know, we do all support each other and, mm-hmm. you know, there's, I mean, even if, even if we think someone's set wasn't funny, we make that a joke, but like, I right. don't think, I don't think anyone's a hurtful bully about it. Never. Never. No, 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 I no. mean, like we, yeah. I, we'll mean, I, fun. I mean, like part of it is that you yeah. are, if you have self-awareness, mm-hmm. you know when it's not going well. And you kind of call it out. You're oh, like, we all make it's fun not of ourselves great. while we're up there. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. kind of like, you know, ah, that didn't work. I I, I keep telling the same uh, vampire joke that <laughs> never lands. And I just, I, I the, the commitment to it mm-hmm. is not reasonable at all. I should just scrap the joke because nobody likes it. I'm talking about how vampires are kind of already gay and Twilight makes them gayer. <laughs> you know, and, and then I uh, I thought Count, uh, Count Cocula was funny. <laughs> nobody likes it. Nobody likes Count Cocula. It's like my fucking meter, the, the meter joke with the blind guy. And I think it's hilarious, but 0% of the people, the audience is as, as a, it's a landslide victory of not liking that joke. <laughs> uh, I just can't take the hint. <laughs> no, it's weird. It's weird because like I've, I've had polarizing jokes. Like I've had, I mean, I don't do any like really political stuff for that yeah. reason, but I have I have a joke, and it's not even technically mine. It is something my daughter actually said to me. Okay. After going through my divorce, mm-hmm. and then I had had a couple of disappointing experiences dating. Mm-hmm. My daughter said, "Mommy, you're not going to die alone." And I went, "Oh, that's so sweet." She said, "Because I really want to come watch." And oh my she god. Said, <laughs> That's a great. And I cried. I was like, "Oh, was what like, a punch okay. in the gut!" It's fantastic. Like, I am winning at life that my kid just said that. Like, I mean, like, oh. you, how can you be down about anything if your kid says something like that? I was like, "Oh my god, I won at life. My kid's really funny." That was um, fantastic. I what a setup. I tell that joke, and either I get laughter, yeah, or I think it's people who have daughters, hey, yes. of that age. Yes, like they know, do. they understand. They're like, oh yeah, all right, but like. You know, and I'll say, yeah, you know, like it's tough making plans with teenagers. Like it's nice to have something to look forward to, you know. Um, But like, but I've had so many times of telling that joke where I'll tell that joke and I'll get, oh, oh, and I'll get like such a weird, like an awkward groan, like a, oh, like that was dark. Is she okay? And I'm like, yeah, that was a joke. It's a joke. It's called a joke. It it is Um, interesting that like people that go to a comedy show. Yeah. Like you're there to laugh. Like right. the, the whole purpose is we're not taking anything seriously no, here. No, you're the whole there to escape reality. We're trying to be funny yeah. about stuff. And and so 
it, you know, again, on the surface, there's that joke is that is fucking hilarious. That's really funny. Uh, my and, kids are funnier than me. I'm just going to say uh, they really are. They're yeah. Uh, maybe one of my proudest moments yeah. as a dad. So my daughter, Allie, is um, she said uh, there's this there. They have a play coming up. Yeah. Um, where it's but it's not a play. It is a it's a um, it's a bunch of the kids are selecting. Um, I guess just like little short things to do, performances to okay, do. Okay. Like just like like yeah. little thing, but there's like, yeah. like twenty of them or thirty of them, right? So they needed a host to kind of move things along. Yeah. So Allie said to her uh, the 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 person who's running the play mm-hmm. said, "I I think that I would be a good host. My dad hosts all the time at comedy shows, and I've yeah. done like like a handful of times, whatever." Oh, but you've done. You're great at hosting. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. I enjoy hosting very very much. Um, hosting this weekend, Tuned Up Brewery. Come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be dressing up. Um, oh, is it a Halloween one? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So okay. you should come out. I will. Be fun. Um, dress up. Do you, have a, do you have a Halloween costume? Yes, I do. You do? You're not, oh, you, I don't want you to disclose it because I think that you said that it was a secret. Would you like to sell it? So go ahead. I tell can't. Me. I can't. Why? I can't. All right. I can't. It's going to be a surprise. But yes. She's got one. She can't say what it is. I can't say what it it's is. It's a mystery. Um, and I can't be tagged in any pictures in it. Yeah, she's disavowing so this this costume. <laughs> I have to really go like full incognito in this costume. But yeah, yeah. I mean, does co- but I'm pretty it, excited about it. Is is the costume um, designed <laughs> so that you can be incognito? Technically, a little bit. So I don't want to get, like I said, I can't give anything away. It's That's fair. Just, fair, fair, fair. I just, just, I'm yeah. like, like if you were like a ninja or something like that, you're all no, covered up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's silly, but. That's okay. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Silly is good. That's what Halloween's all about. It's either silly. It's a thinking person's costume though. I like that. Yeah. It's either silly or slutty. That's the kind of that's the move, right? I'm either going to be looking it's a, sexy. This has notes of both, and it's a, right. it's a group costume with my girl gang. So like. Avery, Christine, and Tracy are we're a, we're a group. You guys are doing a, a, doing a, a group a, costume. You're doing a flash mob Halloween this thing? Just, like this 10 is people. the <laughs> only thing I've been actually organized about in my adult life in like a month. So I'm pretty really? excited. Yeah. Wow. You really put this thing it's, together. This was really, yeah. This is, I've, I've set a lot of things to the side just to make sure I took care of this, this one thing. So. This is going to, I cannot wait yeah, to see this. This, this is, is going to be awesome. <laughs> Um, but so my, so she said, she was like, Hey, my, my dad loves hosting and I would like to host. So, yeah. uh, which was great. And I was like, Oh, I'm so proud of you. And she mm-hmm. got the gig. She's hosting the yeah. show. And, uh, then she sends, she's like, well, uh, the, the, the teacher, the person that's running mm-hmm. the play says that we need a script. So now I've been punching up her hosting script. Nice. <laughs> So I was like, nice. I'm, I, I, I'm understanding the audience to make sure that it's not going to be, you know, yeah. I'm not going to be like, you know, what's the deal with that guy's dick? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm sure that would get her into some hot water. So I'm going to try to avoid that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, you got to keep it, you know, it's PG. It's just high school. But um, they do let you get away with more in high school, though, in uh, in theater than they used to. Yeah, I was going to say, if she does use that joke. Mm hmm. And you guys were at, you know, well, you wouldn't be at a Pizza Hut, but but yeah, yeah. she would definitely be re- remembered. Yeah, that's like a that would be like 
upper level. Like that would be way beyond a Pizza Hut. Oh. I remember you. That'd oh my be like God. a Red Robin. Oh yeah, like dude. An Applebee's level. P.F. Chang's. P.F. Oh, P.F. Chang. Oh Yo. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're talking fast casual Italian Carabas. That's Carabas. what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's how good we're getting, baby. Uh, Aren't you the one that told those? Tick jokes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe you said that in high school. And she's like, yeah, you know what? I did that. That Drop the mic. Adorable. It it, it is. It is. It is wonderful to see uh, your kids kind of like following your footsteps. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're both very, very funny. My wife's very funny, too. They're all funny. Uh, Probably all funnier than me. They just uh, I just am more motivated them to get on stage. (laughs) (laughs) I think consistently our friends think that my wife is more funny than me because she is like she's just unabashedly her, you know. Um, So the. So in terms of like, again, like when you think about your your process creatively, because I think about that a lot, like how you are you writing a lot? Do you like spend time? Do you set time aside or is it just whenever it happens, it happens for you? It's a little bit of all those things. Cause yeah. if something just happens to pop into my brain, I make sure I always have something with me. Yes. I can quick jot it down. Um, and uh, like what I usually do is I'll just go to the mics a little on the earlier side because mm-hmm. being in that environment. Yes. Helps me focus because yep. um, with my, and I, I mean, I've, I'm sure like everybody, everyone says, oh, I've been diagnosed with ADD. I have to. Yep. Same. Uh, like all of us. And, um, you know, when I'm home and trying to hunker down and write, mm-hmm. I'll get the notebook out and I'll be like, I'll notice like I need to put something away or like I'll look right. out like, oh, I should cut the grass or I should, you know. Like, there's this always 50 plug. other things. Oh, right? yeah. I mean. So I'm, and then I wind up finding that I'm doing this like circuit of 10 different things where I'm really not getting any one of those 10 things done. Right. Um, and I just, yeah, I don't, I just can't focus to save my life. So if I go to one of the rooms early mm-hmm. and I just sit there, I can. You can start to jot stuff down. Yeah. Or I'll put together, I'll go, I'll pull my notes out and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I'll play around with it there. And then I'll think about what I think might've worked, what didn't work. And then I'll play around with it. So you know what I mean? Like then I'll feel yeah, motivated. You're like curating back. that, that material. Yeah. I, I definitely am not a, I'm, I'm going to spend an hour writing today. It's just like, usually it's just like, I'm, I have my computer, I'm sitting down. I just like start going and, and I'll be doing other things. I'm multitasking almost mm-hmm. all the time when I'm writing. I'm not just focused on that. Yeah. I'm focused on like two or other, like I'm, there's TV going on in the background. There's stuff happening. My insane dogs who, I don't know. They must. They must have escaped because they're very quiet. They're very, quiet. <laughs> they're really they're very, cute, very quiet. Um, but uh, yeah. that's that's like that's the thing. It's like, oh my god! I, I like I don't. <clears throat> I got. I feel like I'm writing all the time too. And by the way, you mentioned like having something to write stuff down. Yeah. This is so uh, slightly embarrassing, but it shouldn't have been embarrassing at all. So I was at the pool. We belonged to the Skipback pool, and uh, we were sitting there and. You know, again, you always have like your kind of your stuff. Like I have my book and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I keep all my So we're sitting there, we're talking, Mm -hmm. and um, I like something. It wasn't anything that anybody had necessarily said. It's just something that popped in my brain. I pull out my book. I start writing, and they're like, what are you doing? We're at a pool, like sitting in a chair. I'm like, oh, I just had an idea. I was just writing it down. for, And they're like, I got a lot of shit for that. Like they're like, (laughs) you fucking dork. What are you doing? 
But it, if I don't write it down, I'm 100% going to forget well, it. Well, you're going to lose it. You got to write it down. Right. Yeah. And I might look at it later and be like, that was dumb. But if yeah. I didn't write it down, I'd be so pissed that I couldn't remember it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do that. Um, so now I don't, now I'm unabashed about it. Like I've got my oh, book, yeah. I've got my notes. I'd yeah. be like, I'm going to write down when I want to write down whatever yeah. I want to write it down. Yeah. Let me ask you another question. So the, when you're like, have you been in social situations where somehow you are, you being a comedian has come up? Yes. And then people start asking you kinds of like questions about being a comic. I get mostly like, oh, quick, tell me a joke. I'm like, I sound like that. That's not the way like, it works. I know. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I get that one a lot. Yeah. I get that one a lot. Yeah. Um, when I was attempting to do the whole online dating thing. Yeah. I would get, and I was, uh, I made the mistake of being honest. Like, uh, hey, I, yeah, this is what I really enjoy doing outside of right. teaching. I'm also, because I was hoping maybe if I attracted somebody else who was into comedy, it might be somebody. Right. It could who, be like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody who would want to maybe even like go work on stuff too. Sure. Or like who at least enjoy going to shows once in a while. So it wasn't like somebody who just like hated it. Right. Um, And I would get, I would get these messages like where the guy was trying to be funny. Right. But he really wasn't funny. How hilarious are your tits? Show me. Ooh. Like, oh, great. Well, I got one where Creep. the guy, the guy was like, I want to take you on a vacation somewhere you've never been. Oh, God. The kitchen. Oh. And I'm like, oh, what kind of ass clown is this? Like, does this work? Like, so it was insulting. And then he thought he was being funny. And then my daughter, Simone, was like, she was like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm not writing him back. You know, it's and not, she goes, that's not funny. She goes, she goes, well, why don't you tell him I'll take you on a vacation somewhere you've never been? A vagina. And I was like, whoa, right? I'm high yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. It's not, I mean, I don't want him to think I'm inviting him to mine. Right, exactly. Because, no. like, oh, really? Like, next thing you know, yeah, he's going to no. be, yeah, pitting you so, up. So, yeah, like when you get somebody who is not really funny and yes. they come at you, you're like, it's like a lot. Uh. Um, so you do set yourself up for that. Indeed. When you like, as soon as somebody ever, they're like, you know, they'll try to be funny at you or challenge yeah. if you're funny or not. Oh, that, that happens a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, cause again, the, the immediate thought in their mind. Right. And, and by the way, just to level set everybody out there, it really isn't a competition. No. Right? Cause everyone's got a different style. There's room for everybody. Like yeah. it's, yeah. It's yeah. weird for you to do that. Like for yeah. you to be like, like, well, I could be funny. Like I should be the funny. I'm the funny one. It's like, okay, you could be funny. Go be funny. Yeah. I'm not stopping you. Right. They're called open mics because it's open to anybody. Yes. Go and do it. Right. Um, but yeah, they they definitely do that. Or this is my other favorite thing when someone goes, oh, you're not going to use this in your bits, are you? Yes. And I I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> like I have no interest in using what you're saying. I, I guarantee you, it's not coming in. You give your writing credit. What is? I, I'm, you're not. I don't need you to get to feed me jokes. <laughs> and it's not like I don't like. I don't know if it's. I should. Am I being unappreciative that they're trying to give me material? I don't know. Or, I mean, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know what that is. That would crack me up. Like when I, yeah, when someone say, oh, "I got something you can use." I'm like, well, "Why uh, don't you use it yourself when you come to the mic too?" Because like, I'm not gonna. That? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like for someone yeah. to like be like, "Hey, hey, now, yeah, don't you use? I don't want this to end up in one of your things." You're like, "You've got zero. There's no chance." There's and I'll be looking at him like, "No, that was 
really racist. <laughs> I can use that. Yeah. Or, that was aggressively racist. I would never say, whoa, no, I'm not going to say that. You don't have to worry about me saying that. I'm yeah, say, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, I get a, like, I get the craziest. Yeah. You get yeah. The people, lot. people do that though. Like they really, they really do that. And I, yeah. I, I, I do feel like that people, it's interesting too, because like, I do feel like people have questions about like, what would, uh, I, I, this is why, like the, the why part early on yeah. in doing it. Yeah. Why are you doing what? What possessed you to go and do this? I don't really have an answer for that. Yeah, yeah but it's fun, right? It's fantastic. It's, fantastic. it's it's one of my most favorite things to do in the world. Or I wouldn't do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So. Um, <laughs> it's just. Funny. I did. What's gonna say? My dad. My dad did the uh, just recent. Just today, said the. Uh, Hey, you could use that in one of your bits. I think you can write a bit about that, about a story about something mm-hmm. that happened. So um, do you know what the term shovel buddy means? No. What the so hell is that? That was like an old like Preston and Steve show reference to like if something were to suddenly happen to you, mm-hmm. all that stuff you don't want anybody finding that you have. Yes. Your shovel buddy comes and removes it yes so that your family isn't horrified or whatever so you don't like upset somebody if there's something they come across where they're like what you know so when my parents were in the process of moving okay from pennsylvania to florida my mom brings out this copy like xerox paper box Mm -hmm. and it weighs a thousand pounds and she's like honey um we're gonna ask you to keep these at your house like what is this Mm mm-hmm and my dad's like, yeah, what is that? And my mom said, well, these are some magazines your father collected. Oh, no. <laughs> before we were married. And you can imagine the content. Um, and they got him through Vietnam. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, hey, I know hey, I'm not judging. Yeah. Um, but she said, you know, these might be worth money. And they're they're old they're old Playboy magazines. Right, yeah. That's old porn. Yeah, sure. Old magazine porn. Because yeah. you can't you can't just get porn. You've got to have these magazines right. that you've saved. Yeah. All this time. So if there was anyone famous in them, maybe they would have, but yeah. there, there, there are, there are not, and I haven't, I've checked kind of, but I, well, you, you mean know. you have not taken them to antique roadshow to see if your Anna Nicole Smith poor playboy <laughs> is worth $5,000. Oh, it's just a misprint where her tits upside down. That's why it's worth more. Wait, you have the Mamie Eisenhower. <laughs> The Eisenhower Eisenhower Playboy. Oh my God. It's worth like seven dollars. My goodness. Um, So so it was so funny. So I have this box of these magazines. It weighs a thousand pounds. So my uh, my daughter who just turned 18 Uh called me and said, Hey, there's some documents I need because I'm registering to vote. Okay. And I'm like, oh no worries. I think they're in the safe. So I keep these two things together, the safe and the box are in the same place. So I go to punch into the safe and I realize that the batteries are dead to the keypad on the safe. Oh, no. So I'm like, okay, well, so I Google what to do. Right. And they're like, oh, gently open the battery hatch and blah, 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 blah. So I try to do it. I follow the the video instructions. Right. I wind up breaking the plastic. Oh, no. So, yeah, because it's like thin and dry rotted. My Halloween decorations run on better constructed battery compartments <laughs> than safe? the one on my fire safe. So <laughs> I I bust this thing to bits and I'm like, oh, I'm oh, I'm over. Like it's oh, over it's for not me. Done. So I go, so then I'm like, no, because Simone's like, hey, I really I need this by midnight right. so I can register. I'm like, oh, I'm oh, I'm not done yet. So I Google again. 
And now there's a guy saying, if you just go around with a crowbar, you can pop the, the door loose. Okay. Like, I got this. All right. Do you have a crowbar? Yeah. All right. Right on. So I'm trying to get leverage with the crowbar, but the box is in the way. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to push the crowbar and I try to gently slide the box over. Box spills over and I'm just covered in tits. <laughs> they all come spilling out. They all come flying oh, out. They're all flying out. <laughs> And I'm buried under them. Like I'm literally sitting on the floor and they all of them just, and the crowbar gives. And I thought maybe I popped the door loose, but just the asbestos or fireproofing stuff, it's all over the place. This white crumbly. Uh, That that wasn't asbestos. The fireproofing (laughs) biz. Yeah, you thought it was. It was the same. It was the same. Uh, So yeah. So like here, I and I. The the joke is, I still didn't get the safe open. Oh no! What? Uh, And the crowbar even went into the drywall, and I've got holes in the wall. Holy shit! This is a mess. And so now it's like eleven fifty-five p.m., and I'm just so defeated, and I just slowly am backing out of the closet, like because I really wanted to do this for my kid. Like like, I really, I really wanted to do this for. And I call her. I'm like, honey, I'm so sorry. Like, please know I tried, you know? And she was like, oh, no, no worries. I found this website where I could just do it with my driver's license. (laughs) (laughs) After all of that, after you got, you got hit with an avalanche of old porn. Old porn. (laughs) Just buried under all these ladies. Oh, that sucks. Just buried in this pile of ladies (sighs) who I can only imagine like. I don't know who's doing better right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, where, what are they, where are they now? You know? Cause like they're, I'm under, I'm under a pile of them in my, yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, but you were an avalanche of boobs. Avalanche so, boobies. So this actually, we did this uh, on a couple of episodes ago. We were talking about, we do scenarios. So the scenario was yeah. um, you, <laughs> one of your family members has died. Ooh. Uh, unfortunately, it's okay. very sad. And okay. your responsibility is to go in and clean out their house. Right. What is the one thing that you don't want to find? Oh. So, I mean, we already established that there is so a box. The shov- of- that's the shovel buddy concept. That's the shovel buddy right. concept. That's exactly. The shovel buddy concept. Right. So what, if you were going into <sighs> your, the Florida home of your parents, oh, God. what would you not want to find? Uh, evidence that. Like if my father had another family with somebody. <laughs> Second family? Second family. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's top. That's like probably number one. Yeah. I probably don't want to find second family. Yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. Yeah, we, we, we had. Um, that's up there. You know, like a, like a, like a, like a secret basement room full of like, like a John Wick closet full of dildos and sex toys and stuff like that. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> that would not be good. Uh, adoption papers. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> not great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, your real name is Rita Sanchez. <laughs> wait, what? And you were technically, you were born in Vermont. And <laughs> wait, I was? And wait, and I'm actually 65? What do you like, mean? Oh, yeah, exactly. I thought I was turning 50 this year. What do you mean I'm 65? Yeah, I know. If I found yeah, like, you're like something a Dominican like that. baseball player in the right, Little League. Right, right. Yeah. Whoa. This guy's got mustaches smoking cigarettes. He's like, oh, he's 12. I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, think well, he is. He doesn't yikes. look 12 to me. Yeah, all that would be bad news. I would put that in the category of, yeah. of bad news. And we also said like, if you found... Uh, either one or multiple dead bodies like in the basement. That would be not optimal. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. yeah like your dad that. was like John Wayne Gacy Jr. or something like that would be not cool. I have I have a friend, a work friend, 
who was helping an older relative move. Okay. And came across, uh, and this relative is still alive. Indeed. Okay. They're, they're very close. Mm-hmm. They have a great relationship. Okay. He found a, uh, a flashlight. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, he was like, oh, oh. And then like, so there's like this thing where it's like, well, what do you, you, you got to pretend you didn't see that. Oh, yeah, no, you have to now like. You just got to pretend. I mean, he went momentarily blind and it was like a lot when you saw that. But yeah, uh, I don't know what's better. I don't know if it's better to find it after the person's out. Like if anybody found anything like, like that from like, well, any my, I would want to be very dead. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, extremely. I want to be so dead. Yes, like well yes. beyond. Just sh- so dead. The, the mortal coil had been shuffled off right. multiple months ago. Like dead now- long enough to just be looking down and be like, able to be like, bah! Uh-huh. like just hanging out, be uh-huh. all laughing how uncomfortable it made yeah. somebody. Like I need that much time. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm not, you know, I would need a lot of time for that. I think that if I like I found uh, like a like a like a giant black dildo in my mom's closet or something like that. <laughs> Like, it would be hilarious because I would be, like, holding it like a hot potato, like, ah, ah, like, I wouldn't be able to hold it. I wouldn't want to touch it because, you know. You know what? Do you have a label maker? I do. Do you have any relatives, like, or friends you would want to punk? Because you could put somebody else's, you could make it look like it belongs to somebody Property of of Uncle Mike. Right. (laughs) It's it's like, wait a minute. Are you hiding this It's all about that quick thinking. Yeah, you you got to just, like, be on the the spot to be able to get them and... uh, Really stick it to him, you know. <laughs> so like, it's like, oh, son of a bitch, you got so me. So to speak. Yeah. So, ah, yeah. See. <laughs> ah, it's good. Um, <laughs> it is like crazy because your parents get older, and you know, my my parents are. My dad is a hoarder. He's like, he's got, he's got uh, computers, like a Texas instrument, like computer where the monitor and the, the actual hard drive is fused together into one gigantic thing. Oh, wow. Okay. It's the same color as the paper that the constitution's written on. Nice. Like it's yellow. Oh yeah. That like, like almond. That, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's been weathered by the is sun. Is it like a Commodore 64? It, like a it was, it, it was a Texas same? Instruments. Oh, there you yeah, go. Okay. Yeah. It's like the whole, you know, nice. now they make calculators. They're right, like, we right. abandoned ship on right. computers. Now we just make, we had a Texas Instruments computer and uh, he's got like four of them. They're like in different various closets mm. in my, and I'm like, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm the asshole because maybe like when by the time he goes, it'll be worth a credible amount because it's like a classic old. There, you know, there are computer enthusiast people, as far as I know, who yeah. might be into that. I don't know, but yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Um, on that same topic, yeah. um, if anyone needs a VCR, um, <laughs> I have four. I have four, four VCRs. VCRs. Yeah, um, because like when my sister moved and when my parents moved, everybody just ditched their VCRs. And they came to you at my house. I have so many VCRs. That's wild. My dad definitely has many, many, and many VCRs. I mean, I, I, I'm Blue waiting. Blu-ray displayers. I'm VCRs. waiting for them to be worth something. I have so many. You got to figure it's got. Eventually, it I, becomes like vintage, right? right? Like, you're like, hey, like you know. Yeah. Do you want this VC? I got a. You need a VCR though. Betamax. I'm, I'm, you're right. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got tapes. You want tapes? I have VHS tapes. Oh, I've got VHS yes. tapes. Yeah. I, I don't have them. He's got them. But they and they are, they're they're still in the plastic, like the five packs that they came in, and they're the dustiest oh, they're things you've ever be, seen in you your life. You could record on them. Oh yeah. You could tape your shows. I uh, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you know what we set up a we set up a like a, the old school camera the big camcorder it's like in the background while I'm 
<laughs> Tell my blind joke that's bombing. Yeah, it's oh. gonna that's gonna be great. Oh, They're gonna amazing. love that Let's shit. Just show up to the open mic with like oh, big, dude, the big yeah. The... Don't think I won't do it. I just gotta get, I just gotta get down <laughs> to my parents' house and find it. It's in the closet somewhere, along with for whatever reason my sister's old trumpet and like uh, like old like he he, I, he just saves literally everything. Mm. He's definitely a hoarder. Wild. So my my family is really good at like that Marie Kondo, like letting things go, like that. Oh, that's you know, that great. like that art of declutter. Yes. What they do is they well they'll thank the item and give it away, and then they stick it in my house. So oh, um, wow. I'm the storage facility for all of my family members that live out of state. You should you should charge them. I uh, you should say you know if you're gonna I put that so in my much, there's, it's hysterical. I want to put little lockers so in my basement. And you can yeah. and you could. I will pay you pay Lockers. me like, like you know what I mean so like, like like a store you yeah. like a, I am the store you for the family fine <laughs> then you're gonna have to pay me for it because I'm not just keeping this shit in here I'm gonna burn it we're giving away um <laughs> but their houses look amazing well uh, yeah of course they, they do, do. Oh, because they have yeah. nothing in there I love going there <clears throat> Yeah, it's like a, it's like it's like a vacation getting away from it. You're all. like, oh, you know, we look really house. awesome in here. All the things that you left at my house right. that I don't want anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know why you left them here. You just think that I'm a, yeah. I'm going to just take it. Oh, you can you can afford to have that in there. Yeah. Don't worry, you got some space got in that corner. Shelves. Yeah, you know, hey, do you mind if I put another uh, the sixth VCR on top of that stack of VCRs in the corner? <laughs> That's crazy. Turn into like an end table. Oh God. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're an art teacher. <laughs> You're an art. Artist, right, you right. could build a VCR table. Okay. How cool would that be? I could. You could do that. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we've had a lot of fun here tonight, but we got to pay the bills. Go and see Karen at the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville on November 2nd, 7 p.m. Women's Empowerment. Uh, so it's, I'm guessing it's an all female deal. All female show. Anyone on stage would be. Female at this. Okay. From what I was informed. Okay. And um, yeah, just a night of just positivity, putting women up, all that kind of stuff. But the real the real point is to raise money for the, the women's shelter in Phoenixville. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, because they want to be able to, you know, help more women in the community. That's awesome. That, yeah. So that's a worthwhile cause for you guys to go and and actually participate and go watch Karen, who is hilarious. Yeah. Very, very funny. Um, obviously, <clears throat> Karen, do you have, uh, you have social media, you have, uh, yes. Facebook, yes. you have Instagram. I'm on the Insta face. She's on the Insta face. I'm, on, the, I'm on, on Facebook. I'm Karen Schwarz. Uh, my last name is spelled S C H W A R Z. Uh, so I'm on Facebook as Karen Schwarz and on Instagram, I'm at Schwarz Bollinger. Uh, the Bollinger is B O L L I N G E R. There you go. Go go and follow her immediately. Um, I always demand things of our fans. Do it now. Um, <laughs> and uh, obviously, go see her in, in Phoenixville. I will be uh, performing this Saturday. Uh, it's going to be out tomorrow. So you have a very, very, very short window uh, to uh, purchase tickets ahead of time. But there will be plenty of tickets at the door because mm-hmm. I've sold very few. But... That's okay. I got walk up traffic is going to be fucking awesome. Um, well, and they should come and see my Halloween costume. And, they, and yes, we've I we mean, not teased it. I've I mean, really built this up. I mean, well, but you got to come see. Now we got to go see it. We got well. But, I mean, come on. We got like. Well, we got to come see it. Come, come out. Come out. Come out. So, the tuned up. It will be wonderful. Yeah. And obviously, go see. Uh, go check us out at diggingindthedome.com, Digging in the Dome on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and then also because uh, Twitter hates me, or I'm sorry. X 
hates me. <laughs> My ex hates me. Um, <laughs> it's just digging at Digging Dome. Go there. Um, obviously, go drink Slack Tide Brewing. Uh, the wonderful Rath Rath Tide. Um, drink those beers. They're fantastic. Our friend Tag and Jason run that uh, down in South Jersey. And um, watch us on Roku every Thursday and Friday, 7 p.m. to 8.30 uh, on the Pod Nation TV. That's where we is. So, Karen, thank you for coming to hang out with me. Thank you so much for having me. This was so Seriously. much fun. This is awesome. All right, guys. Domies. You. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. 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 B